When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, well, there's a relationship, a publationship that we cannot get enough of because they won't let us. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, producer Holly Roberts. Hi. Here we are for your listening pleasure uh, at the Minnesota State Fair. We are broadcasting live. Thank you to our daily broadcast sponsor, Scotch Bright Cleaning Tools, for bringing you this day's uh, broadcast. Okay, Shamila, that's what we call this, pub- this publationship. What is a publationship? A publationship is a relationship that is uh, perpetuated solely for the purpose of publicity or advancement of one's career, typically in the entertainment industry. Well done, Bradley. What is a Shamila? Shamila, Shamazel, Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated includes, but is not limited to, actually it is. It is limited Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. Yes. They, uh, we are making the argument that they got together to advance their career. More on that. Uh, so, as you know, the two of them have a single together. It's called Senorita. And uh, they performed it at the VMAs. They did. They had a hot, steamy performance mm, at the VMAs. So it was so hot and steamy, by the way, that people were writing that it was hot and steamy a week before it actually happened. The, they could feel the heat. No, literally. They were preheating. It was so hot, <laughs> they knew it was going to happen before it did. Uh, oh, like it was almost planned. Wait okay. a minute. So here's, this is where I love, love the tabloids. Okay. Cosmopolitan magazine, which is quickly Cosmopolitan, be- which is becoming a tabloid, like a trash tabloid. Just get used to it; it's happening. Um, they have employed a body language expert mm. to analyze the performance from the VMAs on Monday. It is so awfully good. I have to share. So, it with you. was the relationship expert saying that here are the five reasons why their relationship is not real? Of course not, because oh. this is Cosmopolitan magazine, and they think we're stupid. So, uh, this is the headline: Sean Mendez's body language during senior read at the VMAs reveals his true Camila Cabello feelings. Uh, what are his true Camila Cabello feelings? Because so when I looked at asked. it, and I'm not a rela- or a body language expert, but when I looked at it. They looked completely fake. Yeah. So the the um, body language expert thought differently okay. and wants you to know they are so hot for each other. Okay. Would you like the evidence? Yeah, please give me some evidence. Okay. Her name, by the way, is Blanca Cobb. Okay. Blanca Cobb. Uh, is the body language expert, which, by the way, like, what do you have to do to become a body language expert? I think you just anoint yourself. Like, I mean, I kind of feel like I'm a body language expert. Right. Like, what is my body language telling you right now? That you're standing against um, 
a counter? Yeah, that's that's actually exactly what it's telling you. Uh, Okay, this is what she said. In any performance, there can be a little acting involved to make the moment feel dramatic, but there are subtle nonverbal signals that indicate how you're really feeling. Mm. And Shamila's body language screamed attraction. Ooh, really? Tell me, Moss. Talk about hot. Look at Sean's hand resting ever so obviously on Camila's hip. I'm pretty sure that's called choreography. Call me crazy. Yeah, again... You guys, we did this with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. They performed sexily, so, yep. at the Academy Awards. And everybody's like, oh my God, they're totally together. And we we're like, no, they're, they're just good actors because they were in a movie together. Yeah. These two are doing the same thing because they have a single together. And they're trying to sell it. Yeah. Uh, she goes on to say, after we've, uh, we're, we're looking right now at Sean's hand resting ever so obviously on Camila's hip. Here, let me put my hand on your hip. Please don't. You you have to have the feels for someone to touch them in what I call the pleasure zone region. Okay. So he was touching her what? Her pleasure zone region. What is a pleasure zone region? Well, I think she said it. the hip area. That's qualifies. a pleasure zone? Does this feel pleasure? Uh, not really. No. Um, she goes on to say, Camila's hand is resting on Sean's shoulder with her leaning on him. Sean was supporting her weight, so the extra touch on his shoulder wasn't necessary. So in other words, she's unnecessarily touching him, which means they are so hot. Which means they're just trying really hard to make us believe that. That touch was to get closer to him. I mean, it goes on and on and on, and it's all a bunch of... Hooey. B to the you know what. Yeah. It's so dumb. And listen, like I could I could probably here, here's a great example. Mm, one of my favorite movies, okay. Dirty Dancing. I love that movie. Do you guys know that uh that Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey did not like each other like at all. And they had to play like they were in love with each other. And you know what? They did. It worked. Yeah. So I'm not saying I'm just saying. Yeah, no, there again, if you go back and watch the performance of Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez during the VMAs, it's clear. I mean, I don't think you have to be a rocket science or a body language expert. Probably mm-hmm. a rocket scientist wouldn't be very helpful either, but not um, you don't regard. have to be a body language expert to see that their body language actually indicated that they were performing quite well. And um, there were actually some bits and pieces of the performance that would indicate to me that they were they were actually more on the acting side of yes. things. Like at the end, instead of like, because everybody wanted them to make out at the end, right? right? And if you and I, or you and Holly were madly in love with one another and had crafted a single and were performing it on stage and wanted to just sell the heck out of it, you go. You for would it. just lock lips you like nobody's business. Exactly. Instead at the end, she, wow. You're welcome. At the end of it all, um, the two of you would kiss, but at the end, in this moment, what they did was rub noses against each yeah. other. Like, you know, Which is not... when you're madly in love with someone, you don't rub noses. No. Right? No. No, you kiss each other. No. And I, mean, I, I will, I mean, listen, we've been complaining about that now for a couple of days, but it's true. It's true. It's just true. Anyway. All right. I'm done with that. Okay, really quickly, I just wanted to say, here's how we know, and yes, there's a marching band happening they for us. They do this every day for Every us. day, because they know that when it comes to pop culture, we are absolutely right about what we speak of. <laughs> That's what this is. This is the Your Right marching band. Colleen and Bradley are right, courtesy of the University of Minnesota marching band 
experience. That's a really big marching band today. They're not small. Anyway, here's how we know that Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes' relationship is totally for the purposes of publicity. Spotify has revealed its most streamed song of summer, and it's not Old Town Road. Oh, is it Senorita? It is, in fact, Senorita. So Senorita is now the most streamed song of summer, which means their evil plot has worked. It is working. Yeah. So, And you don't even have to believe their relationship for this to have worked. We've been talking about it, and we never believed it, not even for a second. Yeah, but we're still talking about it, mm-hmm. and they're getting free publicity. So go listen to their song if you haven't already. And prove us right. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, We're going to do something a little funny right now. We're going to do something a little different because we have a special guest coming to uh, meet and greet with us on the My Talk stage at 2.30. We have Lisa Welchel who played Blair from the Facts Facts of of Life. Life. You guys, it's a big deal. (gasps) We're big, huge fans. But she's coming at 2.30, which is usually when we do Crazy Stupid Idiots. So we've decided to just scoot those idiots up a little bit. We're going to talk about the crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things when we come back. And then a little bit later, we'll have a, a little chit-chat with Ms. Lisa Welchel, which we're very excited about. We'll be back with Crazy Stupid Idiots after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, we've moved up Crazy Stupid Idiots on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, producer hey. Holly Roberts. We are live from the Minnesota State Fair, and uh, we like to tell you about dumb people doing dumb things. We're going to do just that right now. It's Crazy Stupid Idiot. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Yes, good audience. Maybe one more time, but with feeling this time, oftentimes in the state of... Nice work, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. And that's... uh, So, Florida is always where we get at least a couple of our crazy, stupid idiots. And today, we're going to start with just one such individual. Yes. Um, I want to tell you about a guy who did something and then did something else. Okay. I can't wait. Sounds very exciting. It sure it? does. Okay. Wait, so, where are we? Are we in Florida? Yeah. No, oh, yeah okay. Yeah. We made it. We made it to Florida. We're so starting we're, there. We're starting in Florida. And I want to tell you about a guy. Let's say you had a guest over at your house and the guest showed up. And had to use the restroom. Oh, I've had that happen before. Right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, absolutely, you can use the restroom. Well, yeah. what if I told you that that person used the restroom and failed to complete the um, procedure? Failed to seal the deal, if you will. Like they mean? didn't flush? <laughs> Thank you. Because that's she what my it. children do. Oh, okay. yes. so, so Holly's like, Dude. Is the crazy, stupid idiot in this story one of my kids? It could be. <laughs> But no, actually, it's not the person who failed to flush. Oh, okay. So this guy had somebody over. He fails to flush. Then the homeowner is like a little bummed, right? Like I'm just he goes, a little. I'm a little bummed at you, buddy. He Maybe goes. Just trying to save the environment, you guys. His <laughs> yeah, nice try. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's yellow, it wasn't yellow. Okay. It was brown. He should have flushed it down. Okay. Forty-six-year-old Keith Mounts 
was the homeowner. Okay. Did not appreciate the guest not flushing the toilet. It was just a little gift. Now, normally, what would you do if, you know, one of your guests failed to flush? I mean, I would just roll my eyes and flush it and be like, probably not inviting that friend over again. Well, I'm actually more worried about whether or not this person washed their hands. Yeah. No word on that. I don't even think we got to that because 46-year-old Keith Mounts was busted Saturday on felony aggravated assault after he took a machete to his house guest. Yeah, that escalated quickly. Yeah, it sure did. He took a machete, pointed it at the victim's face, and told him to flush the darn toilet. Something tells me he used stronger language. Yes, he did not say darn. Uh, He threatened to chop up his uh, friend into pieces and flush him down the toilet along with that which he had failed to previously flush. I mean, flush. that's a slight overreaction. It's going to clog Can things you? up. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a real crappy thing to do. Okay. I mean, these puns could go on forever. But yeah. can you imagine somebody approaching you with a machete and saying, flush um, that toilet? No. And you know what? I think that might be the beginning of the end of the friendship. I mean, generally. Just, I'm just saying. It's not a good place to start. <laughs> Oh, for our next crazy, stupid idiot, let's go to Toronto. Uh, We're going uh, to the Great White North, as we say, right? Right. Holly? Yep. Mm -hmm. Got it. There's a story that goes along with that that we won't share right now. Okay. Um, That's where we are going to meet somebody we don't actually even know his name. But he's a guy who broke into a Toronto business last week. All right. And uh, he left a little something behind that actually can identify him. Uh, if they ever find him, he left know? something behind that could identify him. If they if they ever can catch up with him, they won't have to do. They won't have to review the security footage. They won't have to put him into a lineup. All they have to do is make sure that the Xerox copy that he left of his face matches oh, his actual face. He literally Xerox copied his face yes. during a crime. Yeah, oh. this is like an idiot. This is probably like he didn't think his calling card all the way through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, look yeah. at this. Yeah. Ah, leave a Xerox Tempting, though. Haven't you ever wanted no, to No, you put do your that? butt on the Xerox like every other normal no, person. No, you don't put your butt on the Xerox. Yeah, you they do. did it in She Devil. No. You guys uh, know a, it is appropriate to Xerox your face. It is not appropriate to Xerox your butt. Period. End of story. Thank you. So um, they were able to match his face with a zero. They haven't found him yet, but they will be able to once they do locate him. Okay. Um, where are we at? We got to go. I don't think we're going to no. have time. Just do it quickly. Okay. You got a minute and a half. Um, you sure? Yeah, positive. Yep. All right. So I want to tell you about a guy uh, at the Walmart. Okay. And this is actually in Iowa, so this is not far away. Um, they Well, let me just put it this way. Imagine it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. You are at the Walmart. Oh, I, I, that's what I do on beautiful Saturday afternoons. And you're shopping. You're doing some things, maybe talking to a neighbor because okay. you see some people. Uh, well, I want to tell you about somebody that was behind a lady who was enjoying herself at the Walmart. Okay. And the guy's name is Gary Sheriff. And he was making himself known uh, to people as he came through the aisle. Okay. Now, I should tell you that Gary was in a scooter. Okay. And um, instead of saying, like, meet me, excuse me, trying to come through here, he was making some other noises. And it's because Gary Sheriff was actually not wearing any pants. Oh, dear. Oh, Oh. my gosh. And uh, No, you're actually supposed to have pants on. He was traveling down the aisle of the Walmart, sans pants. 
and he was also, as Hollywood say, polishing the silver. Oh no, doing a little, taking the show on the road. He was polishing the silverware in the aisle of the Walmart on a scooter on a beautiful Saturday afternoon following um, patrons as they shopped. Oh, and I feel like that ruined their Saturday That's, that's a lot of skill, good. though. It's like patting your back which hand, and rubbing your which hand? head at the same time. <laughs> yeah, which hand? I mean, Can you please take us away? I'm going to. Because when we come back, we're really excited to welcome a guest from one of our favorite TV shows of all times, Facts of Life, Lisa Welchel who played Blair is going to be with us after this on My Talk 1071. We are so excited on the Colleen and Bradley show to welcome our next guest. This is My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And we're so excited to have our guest, Lisa Welchel, here. My pleasure. Oh, I love being here. We are so excited. So we've been waiting for days for this. And so much. We're Decades, so excited. really. But days. Really. Specifically Since we learned days, you were yeah. actually coming. Yeah. We just, we thought we'd bring a parade to celebrate. Uh, thank you. I love it. The smiling drums are passing by. Yes. Uh, I think Smokey the Bear is waving. So I feel very welcome. Oh, good. Good. Then we did it right. So Lisa Welchel, for those of you who are, are listening or here in our audience, you might recognize her name, certainly because of the role she played on the television show, Facts of Life. She played Blair Warner, uh, and Bradley and I were both raised on that show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, a fixture of our childhood, I was a latchkey kid, so, like, I learned valuable life lessons from episodes of Facts of Life, and I'm sure you hear that all the time, but we, um, we've obviously been fans of yours um, from the beginning, and we're super excited to welcome you back to TV with Collector's Call for Me TV. Yes, I'm excited to be back. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what Collector's Call is about, because we're both super excited about this concept, being people who maybe collect a couple things ourselves. Yeah. Oh, you do? I will have to hear about that. Maybe I'll have you on our show. So I travel the country, and I meet people who have amazing collections, and we bring an expert in and uh, an appraiser. They do a trade at the end, but really it's all about the people and all about the collections. And uh, as we were talking earlier, I'm a life coach now, so I, I'm just very curious about people. And as you can imagine, collectors are characters in and of themselves, yes. all have stories, and usually their collections are tied to their childhood in some way that we're always trying to recapture. So it's really a fascinating show. You know, it's interesting that you say that. I was just listening to a conversation about collectors the other day, unrelated, but totally apropos of um, this new show that collectors are usually people who are trying to sort of in addition to just enjoying the thing that they collect make some sense out of a you know chaotic world it gives them a very specific thing to sort of focus on what what kinds of things have you learned about people um, who collect and, and the types of things they yeah, collect. Yeah, well, oftentimes it is something that started in their childhood. We're still trying, you know, wanting to recapture something that was a little more pure, a little more innocent, a little easier. Usually something to do with someone they loved, whether it was an aunt or an uncle or a mother or a father. And it's actually perfect for that, in fact, that it's on MeTV because MeTV is all about being able to go back to a simpler time of life, usually our own childhood that we're trying to capture. So it really does intersect very beautifully. Yeah. You know, um, the one thing that I found really interesting about you, Lisa, that many people probably don't know is that at one point uh, in your life, you and your kids, your whole family got into an RV and traveled all over. 
Did you have to get rid of some of your own collections in order to make that happen? Well, uh, I'm not a collector, and I'm. Uh, what's interesting, I'm on the. Sh- I'm hosting the show about collections because, and I do love it, and I, it's a way for me to live vicariously through people and it, learn so much. But yes, we actually each had one drawer in the RV. Now we got to. We sent it home like summer clothes and winter clothes, so we did have that uh, that that aspect of it. But what people may not know is that the Minneapolis uh, State Fair was one of the stops on our trip around America for the year. And I just sent a text to my kids when I got here and I said, guess where I am today? The Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota State Fair. And the first thing they said was, did you get the tiny donuts? (gasps) Oh, did you? you? Of course, yesterday (laughs) and today. Of course. Yes, you got it. That's a double up on those. Now, I do... You have you gotten a chance to eat it all around the fair? Uh, the, uh, yes, eating I'm um, eating around the fair. That's okay. pretty. That's a good way to put it. Yes. So we one of our favorite things to talk about is food. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's our yeah. It's it is our favorite, favorite thing. thing. Yeah. Um, you know, second only to like television, television. pop culture, and the things that all we that get paid stuff. to talk about. But do, do what's the, what's your favorite thing that you've had? Oh man, that's hard. I will have to say the donuts did they did live up to their memory. Yeah. Uh, but we did try something. We just tried something. It was like French onion soup on monkey bread. Amazing fried olives. Oh, fried, yeah, but that was awesome. Yes, I live half the time in Nashville and some, half the time in L.A. There was Nashville hot chicken on a stick. Oh, that was so. Good. I liked that it better so here. Don't Did tell you? the people in Nashville, we but will, it's so true. It'll be our, it's secret. our secret. Uh, oh yeah. So I've been trying all kinds of things. I had something called a gizmo yesterday. I had something called some. It was like a. You are making your yeah, way. You're, you're doing, doing some serious getting. work. And of yeah. course the Martha's cookies. Yeah, yes. you have the Martha, Martha's Absolutely. cookies. So I am, uh, and I'm still. I have yet to have the corn but I've been told I have to have that at the end of the day because it will get all over my face yes. and my face. You don't want to do that before yeah. an interview. No, right. That's like as you're walking out, you're not planning on seeing anybody, then you can really indulge in that. Yes. You are doing better than we are doing around the fair. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, you've eaten more food than I have yes. and we've been here since Thursday. That's so oh, come, on, come on. And, up uh, your game, we folks. we got to get moving. If you guys are just joining us, we're talking to none other than Lisa Welchel, um, who's going to be, uh, well, actually that's a great uh, lead-in question. When do episodes begin to air if they haven't already on Yes, MeTV? thank you for asking. They air Sunday nights on MeTV. We had our first season and also in reruns. So this particular quarter here at the end, is, is we're on hiatus, but we, we're beginning again in January. We've filmed uh, 26 episodes, so we'll have a full year of episodes next year. Sunday nights, uh, it's at... Uh, it's been at 9 o'clock, but I guess you'll have to check your local sure. yeah. Now, I yeah. did want to ask also, and Colleen, you know, we have somebody who works uh, on our air staff, and her husband is actually has a business where he collects toys from our childhood. And really, the stuff uh, that are, you know, similar to the things people are collecting on your very own show. And I think Angel, and that's yes. his name, would be perfect for an episode. How do you guys go about finding the people who are on the Great series? Great question, and thanks again for asking that. You can go to metv.com slash collectors call, and there's a place for you to submit your collections. And if it sounds interesting, the producers will reach out and get some pictures, hear about the stories, because it's not only about the collections, but it's about the stories, right. it's about the people. So there's just so many elements of it that make it so fun for me to be on. And I think uh, we're discovering that it's fun for people to watch oh, as well. For sure. Yeah. Well, we would be remiss if we didn't ask you a few questions about facts of life. First of all, we have to tell you, Bradley went through 
this phase where he binge watched it like and every day he'd come in and be like guess what happened on facts of life last night and i'm like i know because i've seen them all because i i went through a stage two where i was craving facts of life as an adult i was in my 20s we went to go visit new york city we went to the museum of tv and radio where you can actually go into like a study carol and watch any episode of anything. And this was before you could, you know, before watch, you it could watch it on YouTube. Or, yeah. And I was like, I just need to watch Facts of Life. And my mother had brought me there for a vacation to celebrate my 21st birthday. And I was like, just go find something to do. I'm going to be watching Facts of Life. I love it. So what was your favorite part of being a part of that cast? Because it really was one of the first female ensemble shows. Right. And I'll have to say the um it was the fun that we had. And we really do we really do have those kinds of friendships. And I think it was a different time, a different era, but then from what I've heard it was also just a different experience on the set because we were very sheltered. They let us have fun. They let us be kids. They let us be girls. So we knew when it was time to turn it on and and be do business, but the rest of the time we really just had a lot of fun. That's so cool. I would say too, I bet I imagine at the time when you were doing it, you didn't have any expectations that decades into the future this thing would be living on eating breathing and sleeping of its own accord and people would continue to come up to you and ask you very similar questions what has that experience been like at this stage in your life having something from so far back that you had no idea was going to be so great question and the truth is as i get older i appreciate it even more i see it as a privilege even more not only does it afford me privileges like today i mean this is a privilege to get to come here and eat all this food and enjoy this wonderful Fair. Uh, it gives me a privilege of being able to, to be on the show, Collector's Call. It gives me the privilege as, of being a life coach because, you know, people, they're drawn because of the facts of life and then I can help them. So I think I'm just, I, I'm appreciating it more the older I get. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It is just a huge treat, I, I mean, honestly, yeah. to have Lisa Welchel with us today. Yeah. Obviously to talk about Collector's Call, which is on MeTV, but also to, to just, you know, have you here in person and to see what an amazing wonderful person you know we do a lot of these interviews and very oftentimes you know um, you're just not always gifted to have a person who you can feel uh, is genuinely connected to the work that they're doing so thank you for that it really does come through that you that you do have that appreciation of of how that show has blessed your life in so many ways Oh, absolutely and do you still keep in touch with the ladies we do we keep in touch often and we have you know a little group text and so it's uh, it's just us girls and you, you know we'll send pictures of our kids we'll send pictures of just you know what we're doing we'll just of course shout outs on birthdays and so we do keep in touch when was the last time you were all together when was the last time i think the last time we were all together was a two well all of us except uh nancy were celebrating charlotte ray on uh, a television show but then we did a tv land awards and then we were all there but that was quite some time ago i remember that i I, do you guys just all pick right back up where you left you know what it's just like friends that you have in high school and growing up you may go your separate ways but as soon as you get back together it is just like old times oh well we are just so thankful that you were able to take time today to come and spend with us uh we've been looking forward to it like i said since we found out you were coming we were like yes yeah we were but also forever we've wanted we've been on the air for about eight years ourselves we just celebrated an anniversary and one of the first things that we talked about was your turn on it was survivor right yes um and that was how many years ago now that that was 2011 yeah and um it was so great to see you there it was such a wonderful uh you know addition to have you as a part of that we love shows like that and um you know to sort of combine those two great things that you know the sitcoms uh, of our childhood a huge Survivor fan. Yeah. I'd never do the show again, but I, I would gonna, watch it. <laughs> I was going to ask because we were rooting for you, but Thank I you. knew it was kind of a difficult. It was. It situation. was. Uh, and you know what? There's the, the fact that I didn't know what I was getting into. Yeah 
made it okay, but now I know I, I would not do it again. What's yeah. your biggest so, piece of advice for anyone that's going to do Survivor a show like Don't. That? Don't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that because I do believe that there, you know, if you're called to do something, you just have to do it. Yeah. And I felt that way. Yeah. And I'm glad I did, even though it was hard. So I would say um, keep making your audition tapes because they really are looking for people all the time. Yeah. So even if you don't get it on the first round, keep on. Awesome. You are just wonderful. Thank you so much, Lisa Welchel, for joining us. Can we get a big round of applause Thank for her? You. This was so fun. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, it is time for the Throwback Live. We are going to do it live from the Minnesota State Fair after this on My Talk 1071.